Welcome to the Positivity Boss Podcast, a podcast for young, ambitious women who are becoming the best versions of themselves through positive mindset and positive habits. I'm your host, Nika Moini. I am the Positivity Boss and owner of a brand with a mission to help young women rediscover their self-worth through mindset work. Thanks for being here, and let's get right into it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Positivity Boss podcast. Today, we have Marianne here with us, and we are talking all about living a conscious and mindful life and staying in a high vibration. So, Marianne, can you introduce yourself a little bit? Hi, thank you for having me. I'm really grateful to be on your podcast. Um, so my name is Marianne Bacall-Uba, and I'm a transformation coach, a holistic health and wellness expert. Um, I am a meditation teacher as well as a speaker and author. And it all ties in together with um, the conscious lifestyle that, uh, and business that I have. So uh, I really help a lot of women transform trauma into triumph. Um, heal themselves holistically and find clarity and confidence in their life in mind, body, and soul. Okay. Awesome. So how did you get started with this journey? And if you could tell us a little bit more about your story. Yeah. So I actually, this was something that um, really came to me with my own transformation. And uh, for most of my life, I've actually lived a, a, a double life. Uh, and I say that because, um, you know, on the outside looking in, I seem to have it all. Uh, I came from a good family. I went to private school, got good grades, went to college, uh, had a really great marketing career. Like, you know, on the outside, all the, the check boxes were checked, you know, all the things that I was supposed to do. Um, at the, the peak of it, I had, uh, I was a marketing director for a really large, uh, probably one of the largest, um, Asian grocery and retail chains, Asian American grocery retail chains in the U.S. Um, flying around, and I also had a food blog, and I was doing TV and all this other stuff. So on the outside, it looked great, um, but behind closed doors, I was actually riddled with severe depression, anxiety. I had PTSD from childhood trauma and abuse that I never addressed. I sort of just pushed it down, you know, because you in my culture, I was growing up, I was taught, you know, forget about that. It was such a long time ago. Um, you know, put that, don't talk about it. Don't shame the family, sort of just forget about that, move on with your life kind of thing. So it was never really addressed. Um, and I also uh, turned to, you know, when I wasn't busy working or doing other things, I it ended up drinking a lot. I was binge drinking and um, abusing drugs. So it, that was sort of my way to cope with everything that I was feeling. Um, and then four years ago, in 2014, that all really came up and caught up with me. And I overdosed. And I had a near-death experience that woke me up. And, I mean, what I say, like, woke me up, this, like, was such a crazy out-of-body near-death experience that totally like changed the trajectory of my life and I knew that I had a second chance and I was given a second chance for a reason and I bought a one-way ticket and moved from LA to Miami and that's really where I started when I came here I'm in Miami now um, I started my journey inward and I started my whole just personal transformation spiritual transformation 
because my whole life I had looked for outside sources to heal me or to numb my pain or to do everything. And this is my first time to really dig within. And I started meditating. I started working with shamans, energy healers, changed the way I ate, changed my mindset, um, got other mentors and coaches, just devoured books and podcasts about spirituality and meditation and healing. And, you know, since then, now I'm able to uh, do the same and help others. So that's sort of how I, I came into this because it was, it's really through my own transformation and I started helping other women. Um, and so now that, you know, it's, it's my purpose, it's my mission to be able to, to help. That's an amazing story. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of coaches, you know, have similar kind of stories where they went through pain and now they want to help others. You know, I think mm-hmm. a lot of us can definitely relate to that. So Going back, I guess, to when you first started this transformation, like what were some of the first steps you took to living this more conscious and mindful life? It was really, I think mindset is the huge thing. It was um, really, well, the first step was I had to remove myself. That's why I moved, you know, from one coast to another, because I knew if I stayed in that same environment, I would have gone down, you know, old habits die hard. I would have gone down that same spiral would have done it again because it was comfortable. I had a comfortable job, a great job. And, you know, things on paper look great, but they just weren't. I was unhappy. I was miserable. And I was really fearful to make that leap, but I knew I had to. So that was the first thing for me was to really do something to, to change my, my situation, my, my living situation. And then, and then it's really the small steps. Um, you know, transformation doesn't happen overnight. I just started reading more. Um, I read other books from people like uh, Deepak Chopra, Eckhart Tolle, um, from Wayne Dyer, like a lot of spirituality books. I started listening and I started meditating. And for me, I had tried meditation before, but I came at it from, I mean, coming from corporate and then having my own business, I came at it from a very aggressive angle. I was very, okay, I heard meditation's good. Uh, let me sit for 10 minutes and I sit down and force myself and the anxiety got worse. And then I was like, you know what? Meditation's not for me. And so I had to really take my ego out of it and be like, you know what? I really need to learn it. How can I think, you know, that I could just dive in and become an expert in it. So I, you know, from my own journey from digging myself out of that hole, I truly believe like I had to crawl before I could stand and walk and it's all steps. You know, and anyone going through anything that's major, you know, it may seem that mountain may seem so high, but don't worry about the top. Just think about your one step every day, just one step closer, one step. So that's what I did with, um, with pretty much everything. Even meditation, I started with one minute and then one turned to two, turned to five, and then just built from there, you know, instead of, okay, I could do it for 10 minutes and then I'd be good. You know, I I knew that I had to start from something small and do it consistently. And the same thing with um, my gratitude practice. Like I just started everything really, really small. And just those small wins, like every day just started adding up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So if my reader, if my listeners right now are kind of listening to this and they're relating to that story and they find themselves um, in this space of realizing the trauma they've gone through and knowing that they're ready for a change, like what would be the first kind of step you would take if you can't change your surroundings? Um, is to 
the one thing that you can change and you can control and grasp is your reaction and how you create your reality, you know, and that's really with the mindset um, because we have no control over our situations, other things, other people, but we can, you know, change our mindset and how we review things in our perspective. Um, and that was the major shift for me um, was changing my mindset was knowing um, and Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now was really, really amazing in helping me realize this, that, you know, most of our lives, we live actually in the past and future. In the past, we're, we're always either angry or traumatized or, or regretful or sad or whatever it is, or because we're think we keep replaying whatever happened in our heads. And then if we live in anxiety or fear, it's because we're always thinking about the future. But when we think about the now and live in the present, we're actually very safe and very capable. And we can, we have control over how we, we live our lives. And it just started, and that's how meditation really started. So I believe like meditation, if you can't, you can do meditation anywhere. You know, you can do it at home. You can do it for one minute, five minutes, 10. You can do it in your car. You can do it anywhere. This is a tool that we all have. You know, we all have the ability to heal ourselves. Um, a lot of times we just need people to guide us, but we all have it within us. Um, we have that power. So meditation and you, through meditation, your mindset starts changing because you start changing your perspective. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, so you talked about being in corporate and a lot of my listeners are also, you know, starting their first full-time jobs or maybe mm -hmm. they're doing school full-time. So they're, super busy I guess so what would you say is a good way to get started with mindfulness um, when they feel like they're kind of stuck with these big commitments and they feel like they don't have enough time um, the first thing is breathing I think we all forget and what I teach a lot of my students and my clients is we all forget how important our breath is most of the time we just breathe and take it for granted but when you want to become mindful, it's really just focusing on your breath, focusing on being present. And you can be mindful in anything you do. Be mindful when you're eating. Be mindful when you're taking a walk, when you're being in nature. Instead of doing, you know, five things at once, watching TV, driving, or sorry, like, for example, you can be like eating while watching TV or Netflix and being on your phone. And, you know, like we're always doing so many other things. Instead, just focus on that one thing and then breathe and just do that one thing. And when you do it mindfully, you start realizing that you can actually control it instead of life controlling you. And you kind of like become more aware. You expand your awareness and you're aware of where you direct your energy and your time into. Right. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, I guess kind of segueing from this into talking a little bit about being in a high vibration, because I know that's something that you talk about mm -hmm. a lot as well. Um, so we can be mindful of our vibrations, right? And how can mm -hmm. someone new kind of to this idea of vibration begin to understand this idea? So everything is energy. And so everything is, everything is energy. Um, and with energy, you, you vibrate at different frequencies. And when I say high vibrations, it means um, those are the vibrations of compassion, love, joy, happiness. Um, and you can literally feel it, don't you? When you go into a room, let's say you go into a wake and it's like this heavy, dark, you know, deep, 
you know, sadness. Sadness is, that's also a deep energy. Or if you feel you're around someone um, that is always angry or toxic, you feel it too because it's all energy. Same thing when you go into a room that's like playful and, and nice and everyone's happy, you feel that, like you feel lighter. That's all because we feel energy. And so when we're talking about staying in high vibrations, it's not about turning an eye towards reality because people are like, well, that means what, you don't pay attention? It's like, no, it's, it's being in control of your state. So it's similar to, you know, there's a storm around you and in the eye of the hurricane, you're still at peace. Whatever craziness is around you, at least inside, you're able to just stay at peace. And there's several ways that you can do that. The first one I totally, you know, recommend is, is meditation. I feel meditation is such a game changer and it's so life-changing um, when it comes to recentering yourself. Um, so that's one. Another one is to go into nature, you know, do something. We, we, don't go into nature enough. And nature has just healing properties wherever you are. Mountains, beach, forest, go to a park, anywhere, you know, just be around somewhere in nature um, and you'll feel instantly better. Um, another one is pay attention to who you have around you and your surroundings because, you know, there's that adage, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. If you're always around people who are negative and don't support you and just complain all the time, you're going to start adapting those habits. And even if you try to be positive, they'll bring you down. So if you want to find support and be around people who are encouraging and you know, doing things and being grateful, you have to surround yourself with that environment too. Um, so those are just some of the things. Um, I also think eating right, um, eating healthy. Um, I'm on a plant-based, uh, I live a plant-based lifestyle. And I know it's not for everyone, but um, start replacing things. You know, it, even if you can't go completely plant-based, maybe one meal you change into it because plants are all living, right? They're, they have light, life force energy. And so when we consume that, it's, it's that high vibrating energy as well. Yeah, I'm also plant-based. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so... Let's say someone's listening to this and they're feeling like they're in a low vibe state right now. What, what can they do to kind of instantly change that? How they can instantly change that is think of a time. Um, well, one is to breathe. I think that's always the first one because breathing to go into meditation. Um, usually if someone's in low vibes, they're sad, angry, anxious, depressed, whatever it is, um, it's because you're not focused on your breath. So I would recommend that they take 10 conscious inhales and exhales. And when they do that to visualize a time where they felt at peace or happy or something, and that'll change the chemistry like in, in your head, like once you slow down and just focus on that thought. And you can change, it's like changing the channel on a radio. You know, we can change our, our vibrations and frequency just like that. But it takes practice, you know, and it's not going to happen overnight, but just start doing it. Once you become aware that you're in low vibes and you're like, you know what, this is, um, this is not me and, and you know, I, I want to change my state, you know, go do the breathing exercises, deep inhales. When you inhale, like fill up your whole diaphragm, your, your stomach, your, your lungs, you know, have your back straight and when you exhale take out all the air and really contract and do that 10 times and follow your breath 
um, and then and just visualize um, that happy time or a time that you were peaceful or a person or location, and that'll change the state. Mm -hmm. I think part of that and that visualization is also gratitude, right? It's like mm -hmm. going back to a time when we felt really grateful for what we had. And mm -hmm. I know that it's kind of one of the harder things to do when you're in that low vibe state, but I think it's so critical. Mm -hmm. And it's all, it's a practice. It's all a muscle that we, the more that we practice it, it's just like our intuition with, with anything, the more that we do it and we use it, it actually becomes stronger and stronger. Mm -hmm. So great. Well, those are the questions I had for you. Do you have any other last tips that you'd like to give the young woman listening? Um, uh, you know, just to a reminder that we always have a choice and to invest in yourself in your well-being in you know self-care and self-love are so important and i can't stress this enough because when you take care of yourself you're able to help take care of others and you're really able to to be of better service to others um, we can't pour from an empty cup you know so it's it's always good to be able to nourish ourselves so we can nourish our um, others a lot better um, and I'm actually offering, um, as part of my uh, like 15 minutes of a free clarity call, that if anyone is interested, they can actually schedule something with me. And, you know, sometimes it's great to get feedback, a different perspective, inspiration from someone who, you know, isn't too familiar with your, your issue or you as well, so that you can get a different perspective and get some clarity on whatever that's, um, you know, weighing on your mind. Definitely. So yeah, if they want to find you, where can they find you? Uh, they can go on my website, um, go www.mariannebacalluba.com or I'm always on Instagram at M-B-A-C-O-L-U-B-A -A, um, and you can find all my links there to Facebook, my podcast, YouTube channel, all of that stuff. So find me on my website and Instagram. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And speaking of Instagram, if you are listening to this, feel free to take a screenshot and tag us <laughs> at the Positivity Boss. And yeah, thank you so much for being here. And thank you, Marianne, so much for sharing your story, for sharing your tips and just being very authentic. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. And thank you for everyone who's listening out there. And if anything resonated with you, there's a reason, you know, why it's resonating. So that that's listen to that. Definitely. All right, everyone. Mm -hmm. See you next time. Bye.